Formerly known as Pizza Funny and your podcast Jedi, I am joined as always by the trivia trickster. He is—he's such a handsome young man. Look at that beautiful—I'm so jealous of his hair. I think—I think, I think <laughs> we all are. But it's—it's it's the phenomenal AJ Belaz, which is weird because I haven't gotten this thing cut in like a month and a half. Oh, so shut the fuck up! Now we're done with you. All right, let's move Fair. on to our guest this week. I, I gotta treat you like DP. I never let DP talk on the intro when I introduce him. So AJ's number two today. Uh, we're bringing in two thirds of the mindless wrestling podcast because we like them and we always have fun together. Uh, we got DJ and we got Rob. Before I get to DJ, Rob, how you liking fantasy basketball so far? We're about we're in the second week here, I think, uh, just into the season. I think we got a we with with what we wanted to be eight ended up with twelve team fantasy basketball, dude. My team stinks. Come on, now you've been scoring some points. Did you win last week or no? No, I no, I no. My Who'd you play? Stinks. You played Cook last week, didn't you? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be a tough road to hoe. So. But glad to have you back on the show, Rob. I hope you're having fun. Uh, it's a long season, but we'll get through that. Maybe we'll have a special uh, chair shot fantasy basketball podcast one of these days with everybody that's in there. So nonetheless, the leader of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast and a good friend of mine, Mr. DJ is here. The beautifully bearded, by the way, if I'm going to, you know, sorry, Rob, you know, you and I have no great hair tales to tell except look at yeah. aj and look at dj's beard i mean yeah <laughs> it, it's award-winning as i constantly rub that in my girlfriend's face literally and figuratively yes she hates that she hates the, uh, the 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 literally part <laughs> i was about to say she probably hates the fact where it's just like ah, okay all right all right fine got too much hair too much hair but, that that's the part of the beard. She loves the way it looks. She hates the way she hates making out with the beard. I, to be honest with you, I hate making out with it. It's not the same. You know what you should do is for your for your anniversary, you should just shave like the mustache so that and then give her the top lip. Cause that'll grow back. The mustache, the mustache will grow back really quick, right? I mean, it's you're a nice Amish saying, look, I think. But but I'm just saying that's the part. Went from Tommaso Ciampa no, to but I, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I'm saying I'm the is, angry Amish warrior from ECW. I'm saying in like two months it would look exactly the same again. There's no other part of your face that would do that. Oh, 100%. I could shave the mustache tomorrow and it would look like this again by, I don't know, Thanksgiving. Exactly. So. The rest of it's going to take a little while. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
I am so thrilled to have everybody here. The Halloween episode here of the DWI podcast. So the last thing we'll actually do today is just quickly go around the horn and everybody can tell their favorite costume they ever wore and their favorite Halloween candy. So that'll be at the end of the show. AJ knows I love these holiday things. So uh, we'll have a little Halloween fun at the end of the show. But right now, I think we're going to let everybody know what's happening this week on the 345th edition of the podcast known as DWI. Well, well, we're waiting. Shoot, because Dan's not here. (laughs) Uh, AJ, you've you've been around long enough, and you did a great job there with no no audio cue, and I appreciate that a lot. This week on the DWI (laughs) podcast, we're going to get into uh, the best in the world, a little money in the bank conversation. Bray Wyatt, what's first? AJ has trivia. We're also going to talk about is Helen a Cell better off no longer being a premium live uh, pay-per-view. It's a fucking pay-per-view. And last call, the real bloodline. Ava Rain. Ava Rain. We'll be right back after this commercial. All right, welcome back, DWI Podcast 345. We have DJ and Rob from the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Rob, uh, DJ, sorry, tell everybody before we get into it where everybody can follow that show and where they can listen to it and and what you guys have been up to real quick. Um, Obviously, you're going to find us on thechairshot.com. Proud to be part of the Chairshot Radio Network. You can also follow me. And as I share our podcast stuff at The Mindless Pod on Twitter, we also have a YouTube channel, uh, The Mindless Wrestling Podcast. You can check out clips and little backstage things, kind of uh, we've done some creative huddles and, you know, just little bits and pieces from the show there. Uh, This past week, we had uh, we talked a little bit of Halloween Havoc. Uh, We did talk a little bit with um, some of what we're getting into tonight with the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view, Ava Rain, uh, her debut, and, you know, just different stuff like that i love it i love it rob what's going on with you besides mindless wrestling podcast and apparently getting your ass kicked in fantasy basketball ouch well i have two fantasy football teams that are actually doing okay all right and there we go look, look I, on one team i have patrick mahomes the other one i have josh allen listen so. that's where the money's to be made this was just a 20 dollars league over here so no no yeah. no no hurt feelings <laughs> on this one we're just having fun trust yeah. me let me tell you something real quick before you give your plugs and everything the reason I wanted to do this again, and I hadn't done it in a while, Fantasy Basketball League, is because last year, when football season ended and my fantasy football was over, I would pick up my phone and go, I don't have, I don't have anything to manage, sports-wise. Okay. <laughs> um, all right, but Rob, tell everybody what's going on with you. Okay, so you can find me on Twitter at rbone one or Rob the Genius on Twitter. Uh, I have... I'm part of the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, of course, here at Church Out Radio Network. And what else do I do? <laughs> Wait, I, I, hope, I hope you don't remember because they're going to feel like they're not as important. Oh, well, no, I can, I'm a big time math nerd. I have, I have some math projects I've been working Bro, on this year. I was on math track in high school. Oh, well, well actually, I have a degree in math. <laughs> so, I, I, I got a medal, though. It's a calculator. It's a bronze calculator. You got a bronze calculator, oh. bro? 
Uh, no, I don't. But uh, but I have a Bachelor of Science. I think that's the Trump's your bronze calculator. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. How I was about to say one kind of no. outweighs yeah, the exactly. other. Yeah, exactly. He's totally right. There's no way in hell you could talk great about it as you want. I'm not trading you my fucking calculator, Rob. So deal with it. <laughs> well, oh my point. god. One gives you bragging rights. The other one puts money in the bank account. Yeah. Well, oh yeah. You know, it's I'm all about getting. It's all about what days. you want out of life, DJ. <laughs> All right, listen to this, and I think you'll figure out what we're talking about. It's as simple as this. Just when they think they got the answers, I change the culture. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You talk about changing the culture, right? The WWE culture has changed. Vince McMahon is no longer there. And word has it that possibly, possibly, Triple H has learned enough from Vince McMahon to try and let things, you know, like a like a pass through, like the, let the water under the bridge, right? Let's move along here if there's money to be made. Gentlemen, we're talking about CM Punk. I know there's the people that want to see him in WWE again. There's the people that could give a flying fuck if they ever see them again. I would just love to see a little closure I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sure. Hey, Mark, that's me. Uh, Rob, what are your thoughts here on a possible AEW buyout and an even bigger pipe dream of CM Punk possibly ever coming back to the WWE? Well, I think the buyout is the only way to go because just I'm guessing that he has enough. There's, he has contract language and there's probably some legal stuff going on where they can't just fire him outright. So. If they don't want him there, then, yeah, I mean, buyout is really the only way to go. You know, pay him whatever you agree to and then send him on his way. And now I, I think that's going to be a little more contentious in negotiation now, seeing as how they went with the full smear campaign today on the, on the man. Um, so, I, look, if I were him, I'd make it as difficult as possible now. Because since, I mean, they, they've, you know, they Basically, you know, the, the top AEW star, who we all know is Chris Jericho, you know, and told, spilled everything to Dave Meltzer. And so um, at this point, yeah, if I were punk, I would make it as difficult as possible. They would either, you're going to you know, pay me as much of this as possible, and you're going to let me leave, you know, but with, without any non-compete or else, you're just going to pay me to stay home. What about the possibility of WWE? Okay, now... I'm a card carrier member of the Roman Empire, so we all hate Phil from Chicago. Okay. Um, okay. So I got no use for him at all. Um, he can go home and stay home for all I care. Wow. Now, that being said. Oh, boy. Um, it's business. And look, there's money to be made with a CM Punk Roman have, Reigns match. You have no sure. interest in seeing Roman Reigns smash CM Punk? You have no interest? Oh, no, yes. I, oh. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Yes, I, I have. Oh, I would love to see. Him. So you do want him to come back to WWE? Well, no, I want to see that. Okay. So you I don't do have you do have some it. use no. for him. You do have you you were you were you were. He's just a ninety nine percent no use. Okay. Well, the, okay. I have one use for him. That's for him to come back and get. That's the one percent, bro. Yeah. And get, You'd love you know, to see it. Get, yeah. Rob, is one percent is absolute and total execution. No, no, no. As much as we're having this conversation, I will even say the chances of him coming back to WWE isn't much higher than 1%. Yeah, 
Yeah, right? I love this is just a fun conversation. CM Punk going back to WWE, like putting hand sanitizer and killing 99.9% of your germs. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, some say he's toxic, so. Yeah, and um, but it's a business, and so if it all depends on if you know Hunter thinks it's worth it, and I mean, if, if look, you bring him in with the right kind of deal, then. You know, don't expect him to be there a long time. In fact, look, I would just have him. I mean, assuming you could get him right away, I would just have him work Rumble through Mania, and then after have him lose Roman at WrestleMania, and then see you later. And um, because, okay, if their intention is for Roman to continue as champion after WrestleMania, then you need to bring in somebody high profile who can take a who can take a well. Take an L, yeah, well, here's the thing though. Like, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not facing Roman at WrestleMania. That's been decided for a, for for longer than you would think. Like unless something drastic changes, there's no fucking way he's getting that. I could see them using him over the summer, DJ. That's what I could see. Well, for me, that's the only, the only that thing I just described is the to me that's the, the only way I would do it because or or you bring him in for SummerSlam and then same result, he loses to Roman. Um, DJ, thing, one or the other. Jump in there, DJ. Um, yeah, I agree with Rob. I think a contract buyout is going to be the way to go if that's indeed what they're doing. What I find completely fascinating about this whole thing is how the IWC has just collectively thrown CM Punk through the barbershop window. Like, what a heel turn from the IWC. Um, absolutely amazing on their part. Well, um, I, they, again, they I, messed, I, he messed with, he messed with their new, their new toys. Right. Right. And, and I think that's, there's something very funny about that because at one time he was the new toy and, and now he is where the rock was when he was the new, when, 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 when punk was the new toy. Now punk is sitting where the rock was. And, you know, it's, it's just been such an interesting dynamic. I, again, am part, part of the, the card carrying, the guy can go to Chicago and stay there. Um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, but, Again, going to the, the Vince McMahon school of thought, you never let a grudge get in the way of a dollar. And if there's money to be made with CM Punk coming back, and let's be fair, there is, I would be okay with them bringing him back. Uh, I'll, one, I'll give you three letters, which gives which tell which which gives me hope. Like if if these three letters weren't, I'll just give you the three letters. If it wasn't for these three letters, I probably wouldn't even have put this. I wouldn't even have put this in the show. But the three letters, and we already know they're interested in CM Punk, are FOX. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you're right there. You're absolutely right. Um, yeah, it's one I'd like to see, you know, I'd like to see them close the loop with him. Yes, thank um, you. There's, there's obviously unfinished business with him, with them. And, you know, let's make these guys some money. There's a hell of a program there just waiting for him and Roman Reigns. And would I like to see it, even though if he never returned, I wouldn't shed a tear? Absolutely. I'd love to see that. AJ, finish us off here. So for with the, the buyout idea... With the, with the topic. I know. With the buyout idea, yeah, that makes the most sense. Just buy him out so you can do whatever. Have like the 30 or 90 day non-compete clause. That's fine. All well and good. I've been on the Mindless Wrestling podcast before, twice already. I'm also part of that carrying club of go 
fuck CM Punk, but it, it, there's money to be made. You can throw CM Punk against Roman Reigns, like we said before, at a SummerSlam, tease the Summer of Punk coming back, you know, Summer of Punk 2 in WWE Electric Boogaloo, oh, all that fun jazz, but the problem is CM Punk, the best in the world kind of went into his own head and he's playing for himself and it's just burning him in all honesty. So would it be good if he came back? It's business. People will be talking about it. No news is bad news in, in yeah. any business here. Can I cut in real quick? I hate to Dude, do this to you they, guys. Listen, oh, you're, you're on the DWI podcast. You can cut in whenever the just, fuck you just want. Just jump whenever. <laughs> this until is, this is until great. I go this to a break. Be, <laughs> this is going to be a great bit. I'm supposed to be at an NXT show right now. That's fair. Bye. I got to go. Thanks for coming on. DJ, everybody, from the Minus <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> I'm DJ and I'm out of here. Yo, Fucking A, that's awesome. All right, well, it was nice of DJ to stop by. I guess he has an NXT show to go to. Yeah, yeah. apparently. I mean, I mean, it is. I mean, as we all know, we record that's right. on Friday. That's all right. So. This is. I like this. I like this even better because I got to go one on one with the genius in trivia. Oh today. right. Let's yeah. Do this. <laughs> it's a good all thing right. I have moonshine. That's enough CM Punk, guys. Let's talk a little money. All right. Let's talk a little money in the bank briefcase. Dot dot dot. AJ, I'm gonna let you start this off. We can all take this wherever we want. Money in the bank briefcase dot 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 so if you want to know what the dirtiest sheets are saying apparently they're gonna hold the money in the bank for an entire year with austin theory filthy sheets the the dirtiest filthiest sheets of our favorite wrestling uncle <laughs> yeah you're a that just sounds uncle. dirty on its own <laughs> right uncle. fucking weird but yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse. Exes called. Exes told me they love me. Don't but... talk about your exes. <laughs> but I like the idea of the full year go around. Maybe he plays kind of like whiny tactics of, well, we got to make the, we got to make the Money in the Bank match the main event at Money in the Bank because what if I make my decision right then and there and then there's like a whole dispute with Triple H and everything else there's like a whole thing that you can actually do as a storyline and then he catches in on a secondary title now when i say secondary title i mean intercontinental or united states i know i think commentary or something or even seth himself i think on commentary said he has a better chance cashing in on dana brooke than me who is the current 24 7 champion so ha 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 I mean, you know what? Let me time. Let me, let me say something real quick because I'm gonna forget otherwise. Sure. Because you brought up 24/7, it was so fucking good to see our truth on television. That dude it fucking was. is such a waste. It I really mean, was. It, it's not a, it's not a waste of talent, but like, man, he could have been he could have been used for so much more outside. Like, I love the way he was used for Money in the Bank or not Money in the Bank, the 24/7. I thought that was brilliant, but like. This is a guy that could have always been like one of the six guys in the elimination chamber, like a upper mid card, you know, 
you need a guy for a pay-per-view, PLE, whatever. He should have been so much more important than he was. I, that's all I can say as far as storyline and titles go, right? I mean, to yeah. me, he's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best ever. I'm I'm completely not disagreeing on that. Even when he did his heel run against... Um, I seen him as K- John Morrison I and seen all him that. As, I seen him as K-Quick with all the beads in the dreads when he was younger in 2000. Labor Day weekend of 2000, DP and I went to a Raw. And we seen him then. And it was the first time we ever seen him live. And I was like, holy shit, who the fuck is this guy? He's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he is he is that damn incredible. And I'm happy to see him, too, on any form of television. Granted, for me, even though I am younger, I do also see, like, Ron the Truth killings back in the NWA TNA days when he was a sure. two-time NWA champion. Yep. But... Like he's that fucking talented. You gotta, you gotta put him on more things and just, hey, here's this gimmick. I understand that he's like, I know my role. I'm gonna do it, and he's being a good worker, which, well, I hats mean, off he, to him. But he needs some. He should have been. Of... He should have been more of a. He should have been more like Miz, where you mix Miz in with the main event storyline once every three, four years. Otherwise, he's in important storylines and still gets to be charismatic. Right. That's exactly. kind of what I'm saying. Which, our truth is that charismatic. How many people have made Brock Lesnar break listen, out of character oh, no, live on television? And I'm not saying he had, like, listen, I'm not shitting on his career at all. I'm just saying, like, I, this is more of a thing of me, me actually ripping on WWE. When How often does that fucking Oh, yeah. Happen? Without a doubt. I mean, I know you said we're not, we're going to be a WWE show earlier, no, but, but... You know what I'm saying. You know, T- TNA you know. did treat him right, where it was well, like you have the higher echelon, the and then you're like, he kind of trickled down, I mean, but he knew what he was doing. He's got, he's, he's, he has all three things you, you look for in a professional wrestler. He looks good, he's very good in the ring, and he's very good on the mic. Yeah, and he's like 50, and he can still do like the corkscrew, like scissor kick and shit That's like just... that. Let's just stay in shape. And he doesn't seem like he he's, he doesn't seem like he's the hard you know the hard living you know wrestler kind of guy yeah, from no. the oh, early yeah. '90s. But, but still, like he can still do that stuff, and he debuted in like 1998, and he's 50 years old, and he can still do the corkscrew scissor kick. Rob, you want to jump in quick here before we get uh, back to yeah. the to the money in the bank thing about uh, about our uh, truth? Yeah, and um, so yeah, I mean he's definitely capable of being in a higher you know spot than he's been in um the thing but i will say though uh in order for your show to work properly in every category you like him who are willing to do what he's doing and that's the kind of tricky part of all this because right he's still uh, important right i think he's more important yeah. than anybody realizes and that's not what that's that's the one thing i wanted to say that i'm not saying right i'm sorry yeah because look i mean it, it that's been missing since you know the takeover you know since the switch and who was in charge that that's been missing and i mean it was it was very needed because i mean i know some people like to have you know the longer you know matches and things like that but i mean it got to the point where you were getting like 15 minute 15 minute 15 minute you know three in a row and like you know what we could really stand to break this up a little bit here um so he was needed and it was good to see him back and but 
and you know for for your show to work properly again you got to have people who are willing to do stuff like that well, even if yeah. they're capable of more listen so, I, I say it every every month or so it the chair shot radio network is a cooking network dwi podcast has always been a cooking show when you sign up to do a podcast, Rob knows, um, you know, you have to check a box that says, what is your podcast going to be about? And I just put cooking all the time. I don't know what Rob, Rob probably puts genius stuff because he's a genius <laughs> or math, math genius stuff. I don't have a calculator. See, bronze, see but, what I'm saying um, is we need to so, have a thing called recipes. What I think, yeah, I, I know you say that every time. Do talk to Greg uh, or, or tell me when we're doing it and I'll show up. Uh, Rob. The thing I wanted to say was, though, is our truth while he may not be the main event of the meal, he is one of the most important ingredients that goes into you enjoying your meal. Absolutely, because, yeah, exactly. And then again, you, you need people who are willing to do what he does, and he's willing. It's just, look, on the basketball team, you need, you need people Great who analogy. You need pe- yeah, I mean, you need people who go grab rebounds, and and there are guys who are capable of scoring a lot of points, but who for you know, but who are willing to take the role of being the guy that grabs all the bunch of rebounds. Listen, and... I'll 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 finish your thought like this. My coach uh, in high school always said a coach's nightmare is a guy who can put up 15 to 20 points a game in high school, but can't play a lick of fucking defense. What do you do? Yeah. He's got to play, but you know you ain't gonna win because he don't play defense. You ain't gonna beat the good teams. <laughs> right. So yep. you um you need so you need our you know people like you know and because you know whatever you think about you know the orange Cassidy's of the world I mean it adds to what they're doing over there sure I mean I agree so let's let you know, uh, uh let's let AJ finish his money in the bank thought and let's keep moving here because we got a couple more things we want to tackle and I want to make sure I give everything its time I know we all gotta speak our our truth our tr- oh, our yeah. Our truth. Uh, our, our, all truth, got to speak our, our truth. Our truth. Um, I try. I try. It's not always the if best. I, if I finish still your money. My yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle. Money. Let's go. Money in the bank briefcase. Finish your thought and then kick it over to Rob. I mean, I would absolutely love it because for the longest time in the past, they kept saying it's a championship opportunity. Obviously, everyone wants the world championship, but it would be cool if. Maybe we use it for inter- an intercontinental, or or maybe even a um. I don't know. Like you, it, you it, got yours. Possibly, you like, got yours. Leave mine on the table. Fine. Oh, well, Rob's, I also Rob, know that Rob's, he, Rob's probably gonna steal it, but he doesn't know. Probably. Though. But th- there was also jokes that he even said he would cash in on the NXT title, which. We saw Charlotte Flair do with the Royal Rumble, where she cashed in on the NXT champion. Oh, no. Oh, because me, me and Ray had a big <laughs> to do about that. Who is on which side, Rob? Oh, well, because he, he mentioned that. And, of course, look, look, I'm. I'm you don't like that? Biggest... Well, no, because well, I had to correct him because, look, look, I'm like the look, I'm. I may not be the president. I'm at least a cabinet member of the, the Charlotte Flair fan club here. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you're talking about the Charlotte Flair thing with, with the NXT title. Yeah. That's oh, okay. it. But, oh, I um, thought you're talking about Austin Theory cashing in on the NXT champion. Oh, but oh, with that though, I mean, put it this way. I'm just, you know, cause I just got this little bit to say about that. 
obviously Roman ain't losing, so it's a if if he it's a lost cause even trying to do that there. So the best thing for him to do is is to do it on somebody else. Be it to me, uh, to me, it's NXT. It it does two things, and I'll let you guys take the rest of this time on the topic to go back and forth because my only addition to this conversation basically is I'm disappointed in Austin Theory. I think a lot of people there are wishing they wouldn't have given it to him. I don't think I don't think he doesn't have a future, but I just think it's been a lot way too soon. It it'll still work for him, but I think the best thing they can do. And I'll let you guys finish this topic back and forth, and you can comment on mine, or you can get back to yours. Let him take it from Braun Breaker, because the best thing is Braun. He kind of stays clean from that, right? If it's a surprise and it's a after a big match, and then he can move on to WWE, uh, you know, Raw and SmackDown. Sorry, yeah, NXT's a minor league in my opinion. That's what you get. And Theory can go down to NXT for a while and actually learn how to be the guy. I mean, I'm not denying that at all. I mean, it, it it it's it makes sense because he isn't he technically is an NXT guy because he learned from Johnny Gargano in the way that they even teased it on Raw a little bit. That's why they had like their a couple of matches. So, I I actually like. Oh my God, this is gonna be the first time ever oh Belaz actually agreeing with Tony. I like your idea where he takes it off of Braun Breaker. Braun actually goes and he gets moved up because, you know, he's actually that good. You just got to give a little more other than just like the Steiner energy, which, by the way, I love all of the random. I love all the random. What is his uncle? What's his uncle been saying? Just keep doing my shit. Yeah. And you have Braun Breaker up. He can move up. He can sooner or later become the guy like three or four years down the line maybe but you have austin theory who will can who can be the terror of nxt be a smart ass be you know like the the grimy sniveling and lack of a better term douchebag of nxt and that just that just works that's just what his character does and it's perfect for him, and he can just be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna pick on like every single other person because I've been on the main roster, I've been at WrestleMania with the boss. What have you done?" And then just build up from there. Like he he actually has some form of clout, and then NXT people can just be like, "Well, fuck you, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you," and then just go from there. Rob, take us home. Okay, uh, for me, because this is what me and Ray are. Me, <laughs> Rob, I, Rob's, Rob's like, all right, guys, hold on. Now, let me let me bring you all back to Earth. Let me tell you what's going I, on I'm, here. I'm just going to say this, he's gonna, Okay, 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 here we go. I listen to all sides. I okay. love Rob. He's great. I, I can tell right away. He's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Because, uh, no, because uh, you know, Ray and I had a pretty, we, you know, we argued about this last week. Um, I'm a believer that when it comes to your top, titles yeah uh, you don't to me well to me stuff like the, the briefcase is is not shouldn't be for experiments uh it should be in it should be for people who are ready to hold that title after they win it and it should not be for experiments because every year everybody's saying well they should use it to elevate somebody or or they should use the royal rumble to elevate somebody it's like no no you don't okay when it comes to your top titles they need to be for people who are ready to hold them and ready to, to play that role 
And, you know, and when, when they use the briefcase to try to elevate somebody, how, how does it usually go? Doesn't, doesn't go very well. So, I.e. Jack Swagger. And, well, there's, there's a, you know, um, you know, Damian Sandow, Mr. Kennedy, um, Dickie A.S.H. last year. I think Kennedy was ready. He fucked that up. Well, then he wasn't ready. <laughs> well, well they, they also told well, Kennedy that he tore his biceps. You could, say the same thing. Really you could, you, you could put like Rob Van Dam in the same class, too. I wouldn't do that, though. Well, but next to the difference is, but, but he had the perfect setup. And, I yeah. Mean, and he won. I mean, it was in the ECW arena. It was at the ECW show. RVD also fucked himself with the whole smoking weed thing. Yeah. But um, to me, you don't use it. And theory is an experiment. So, and, and that's... And that's one of it the wasn't necessarily I mean, the smoking of the weed, though. Sorry, Rob, I just got to jump in here yeah. on AJ. It was more more the driving like ninety smoking weed in a car going down the highway with Sabu. Like I you could have, you could have probably, it. you probably could have went sixty. You probably could, you probably could have went sixty-five, made it to the next town forty-five minutes later, and still been champion. Yeah, Tony, me and you yeah. both know that it's also two thousand six. The laws were stricter back then. If they found that, you're fucked. They were going yeah. 90. Yeah. Ever been in New Jersey? If you're not going 90, you're not on the highway. Well. <laughs> but um, for me, uh, yeah, better that he do it on somebody else because he's not he's not going to work with Rome. That's not going to happen. And to me, it's just you got to stop giving the, the briefcase to people. If if after they win it, you're like, okay, well, well now what do we do? Then they shouldn't have won it. Uh, period. And you know, it just that's just how it should be because what would I mean, you it's supposed to be? Well, I it's get your virtual. No, good. yeah, we get your point. I mean, I I agree with you, like one hundred percent. I think one. I'll give you one thing though. Sometimes they swing and miss. Sometimes they think somebody's ready. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those yeah. has to be like, ah, oh, we kind of fucked up. We thought that person was ready, and you're right. You're gonna see it right away, or eventually in in the short term that whether or not they're ready. What would you do now with this particular instance of the Money in the Bank briefcase with Austin Theory? What would you do? Well, how would you how would you finish it? How would you get out of it? How would you what would you make happen? I mean, honestly, just okay. Uh, I do just have him try it on Roman and fail, just because it's it's a lost cause this year. Just you know, be done with it. So you wouldn't um, you wouldn't have him take the NXT title. You wouldn't have him take the US or the because it'd be a big deal if he cashed in on Seth. Or you wouldn't have him win an IC. He could win it on a tag. I mean, you could pick a title, but you'd rather just see him get his moment and then really maybe judge. Is that what you want to see? Is what he does in the main event against Roman, or you just really just want to get it off of him and get it over with? Just get it off of him because for what? I mean, you know. Just cashing in on Braun. Look, Braun ain't ready to come up there. All right. Um, he well, need, they, we had... got time. We got time for this, though. Right. This could so, be a WrestleMania-ish or, kind mean, of thing. Um. Yeah. So look, I, I look. I think it's just it's a lost cause this year. Just and just you know deep six it and well, because look, look, nobody's gonna cash that in on Roman because he's he's not gonna lose it that way. All right. He's 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 going. He has to have the you know. You know, movie ritual villain defeat, right? It, it's not gonna. He's not gonna lose by no cash in. I've been saying so for over until, two years that fucking The Rock's gonna beat him this 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 coming spring, but we'll, he, he, we'll see he, what he happens. Come, Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna sum up everything Rob has said 
and it's been a lot of really good things that I agree with. But Rob's overall feeling and 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 message when it comes to money in the bank briefcase dot 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 is disappointment. Yeah, and look, look, look I'm a mathematician, okay? So I, look, <laughs> I you know what? I'd, if you know, with math, you calculate stuff, you and you get you get facts, you get answers, and if you don't have an answer after the guy wins the thing, then he shouldn't have gotten it. Which is fair. I'm not denying that at all. That's that's why I I think theory would do a more sneaky, underhanded kind of dirty role of it says championship opportunity, not just world, just championship. Sure. Um, I mean, they, I, they, I can do, see him doing that. Well, they that, do, that. Look, if they do it the NXT thing, then I'm, I'm not going to complain. I think it'd be fine. Um, but you no, know, for me, like Patrick I'm perfectly. Out. I'm, Are we gonna say K? It's K. <laughs> it's K. That's yeah, Patrick O'Dowd's Pat. thing. So I'm, yeah, I'm perfectly fine if they just deep six it for this year. All right, let's what move on there? to a more exciting topic. I think for everybody, Bray Wyatt, gentlemen, what's first, Rob? Well, okay, so you know, I do this thing. One, well, just to set things up here, I, I've been kind of one of my little math nerd projects here is I've been keeping track of some of the viewed numbers for different things for different for a year just to see how things looked and um so with bray it's already hit diminishing returns if they don't do anything else um like just week by week it's been declining like the his segments as far as the views on the youtube channel and all so it's time to do he's got he can't just come out there and talk again tonight like something has to happen Either if this Wyatt Six is going to be a thing, then he needs to pick somebody or reveal somebody for it, or he needs to, or he needs to set his sights on whoever he's going to be going after. Because um, I think people are mostly done watching him come out and just talk. So it's got to be something. Or does just and... they need to add more to what they're giving you? Do you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like pointing out a target or a revelation of. I don't know. I as, I would love to see a Wyatt Six. Is a Wyatt Six just he has six personalities though? Like it doesn't have to be a faction. I think a lot of people are expecting no. a faction of six people or something like that. I don't know that you're going to even get that, but yeah, I agree that we need to see a little bit of something different and more of what we've seen. Does it have to be a match? I don't know, but yeah, I kind of get where well, you're no, going. I... But it, and um, now they didn't help themselves last week when they had the music playing behind them. That just that took me out of that whole thing when he, you know, because I yeah, you barely hear him talk because the music was playing behind him. And that just kind of, you know, to me, that kind of torpedoed their own thing there. Uh, but it's time. Yeah. It, some, we need to see something more. He can't just be in the back room talking again this week. Where would you? Where would you have him in the ring first? Oh yeah, to me you hold that up as long as possible because that's you know that, that's not Royal Rumble. Uh, oh well, um, no, it didn't take that long. I mean, like, <laughs> um, that's funny. Just... I saw, he saw, as long as possible Royal Rumble. No, not that long. I said I said maybe a Survivor Series match. Yeah, that that, that yeah that would that would that would work because because well, look that's not. That's not what people 
well, you know, that's not the thing that people come to see him for anyway, right? And um, well, not if the fucking lights turn red. So. But yeah, and so it's just um, but you need there needs to be more than just him in the back room talking. All right. Uh, there, there needs to be some type of move forward needs to be happening. It needs to start tonight. Well, we're recording here uh, about 41 and a half-ish minutes before the airing of the live SmackDown tonight here on October 28th. You'll be able to listen to this podcast tonight, but you'll likely listen to it tomorrow morning. Outsider's Edge should be back next week on Chairshot Radio Network. AJ, Bray Wyatt, what's first? I, I think... If you're going to actually have him in a match, it's going to be a Survivor Series match. And apparently Survivor Series is rumored to be a, uh, I mean, I kind of need William Bray, Regal here to Bray say Wyatt's it properly. refrigerator match? No, not a refrigerator match. A War Games match! Well, yeah, that, that was already official. Oh, you want to go to war? Yes, I do. Uh, but that would just be perfect where Wyatt kind of calls his shot a little bit here. What if he doesn't even wrestle? What if he doesn't even wrestle in the war games match? He doesn't do anything but direct the people he has in his warm games match. Yeah. Which makes more sense where it's just like the four male wrestlers that he has everyone except for sister Abigail. And he's just happy. And he was like, Oh, I'm so glad that we gave it all. But I think I need to go out there in like some form or fashion, maybe, maybe Royal Rumble. I don't know, but Wyatt does need to do more than just talk. I agree with Rob on that one, where he's a great wrestler. Hell, he comes from the freaking, I mean, IRS, as much shit as we give him. He is a great wrestler. So is everyone else, Barry Windham, everyone else in that era, and he's learned from them. That's why he's going on with a story more than just, I'm just going to go out there and wrestle and do whatever the, the hell I want. I, I, it's, it's interesting because Rob brings up the way the trends have gone as far as viewing, but the thing I heard most about when he came back... And I went, I wanted, I was going to say here, and I thought heard made more sense. So I, I said here. Um, Fair. I'm a, I'm a wordimatician. No, no, Scott, no, no. I think I just wanted to pop Rob there. He, he loved it. Um, there we I, go with that Milwaukee edumacation. Bray was given the chance to tell his story the way he wanted to, is what I heard. Like, I see that yeah. happening. So I don't know. I guess to Rob's point, will. Will the will the will the proof in the pudding as far as you know money talks and bullshit walks to change those things or are we going to continue to see this this slow roll right I mean that's kind of that's kind of our big question right guys I mean yeah I mean that that's just how it is it's going to be the slow roll it's going to be how white works now because he always was the more methodical person where Bray White was more more methodical. The Fiend was more demonic. But we don't have The Fiend anymore. We just have Bray Wyatt. So I feel like it's just going to be mind game after mind game after mind game. Keep going with the storyline and everything else because he's raised off of that 80s, 90s mentality of wrestling where a story matters. Where he can just be like, oh, don't worry, we're going to give it our best, but you know, there, there, there's a trick about you, and then you have 
four of the of the Wyatt Six facing off against Jimmy, Jay, Sami Zayn, and Roman in a War Games match at Survivor Series. We'll see what happens. That's that's wishful thinking right there. I, I don't know. I, I The other thing that I've heard is why would Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns have a feud right now? Where would they go from there? Um, that's, that's like, Greg kind of agreed with that. I don't usually use Greg's name to back up my opinions, but we were having this conversation. I was going to say, you, you use the boss man. How I, dare. Well, actually, I, I agree with him on this because. It does um, seem like a summer for, thing, you know, right? Rob. Yeah, and look, I think that if you're going to do that, it should happen after Mania because if you if you do it before, look, because you know, look, he's not losing before then. So that means if anything that happens before then, we know what's going to happen. We know how it's exactly. going to turn out. And and look, you know, whenever you know, whenever Bray loses a big match, the internet goes crazy. Oh and boy, yeah. They, oh god. All right, we oh, gotta no. stop. We gotta. We gotta. Anytime we start talking about how the internet acts, we you know the conversation for this topic is over. So uh, yeah, I am. Just, I am, just just because my brother's the war chief of the IWC. It doesn't does mean that shit gets done. It's, yeah, he's the Ew. best man for the job, but it's a really fucking hard job. What are you gonna do? All right, DWI podcast number three forty-five. Quick commercial break right now. When we come back. We're going to have some trivia from the trickster himself, PC Tunney, Rob the Genius, AJ Belaz, DWI Podcast, 345, Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Always use your head and go over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Pick yourself up a Chairshot t-shirt. Makes you look great. The topic of conversation at any event, party, hoedown, showdown, mowdown you go to. That's prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thechairshot. Check it out, and don't be a cheap bastard. Spend the fucking extra $5 and get it in soft style. <laughs> Otherwise, Miranda's going to kick your fucking ass. DWI Podcast, yeah, Chairshot Radio Network. We'll be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. All right, folks, it's time for some trivia. Uh, you hear that beer cracking sound after uh, the one, two, three kids theme? That means, hey, trivia's back. Yeah, it is. And slightly better than ever. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Tony gave me an hour to prep. Only, <laughs> only sl- oh, Hold on. I got I to gotta turn the mood lighting off in here and get the fucking lights up in here. Hold on. Uh, We're having production and, problems here up in. Uh, and uh, Rob, this is nest. your first time actually having to deal with trivia here because how yes. I do it is. I do it all nicely. People get a pen and paper. They give their answers after 30-ish minutes, unless Tunny... Seconds. Bit... Yeah, seconds. Wow, holy long, crap. Long I'm not fucking drunk, show. I, I think p- people would tune out for that. I don't believe they have a lot. They do have a lot seconds. of time to research. That's true. And they get to call me if I'm wrong or not. But that's not the point. 
<laughs> so they get 30 seconds. Usually, if we didn't have a little bit of audio problems here, the Jeopardy theme would be going off. The, the, the listeners but will hear. The listeners will hear it, and let's see if you can figure it out. Kind of like uh, our good buddy Mags, who one of my favorite things ever is whenever he listens to trivia, he knows the trivia right away. Whenever he's on <laughs> trivia, it's like his brain goes through a trash compactor and goes through the sewage plant. Listen, I, 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 I unless, listen, I'm a fairly knowledgeable, well, I would say more than that, uh, wrestling fan, especially when the topics are in my favor. But I feel like, Rob, I'm going up against the genius here. And I feel like I'm gonna kick your ass. You didn't see that coming, did you? I was gonna, I was gonna like let myself out by saying you're the genius, but I'm coming after you, brother. Oh yeah. I was good at your enthusiastic. Look, you don't have to be scared. <laughs> look, look, you don't have it. to be scared to get your ass kicked. Yeah, man. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I know. I, th- I think this is the first time ever that I'm actually excited to do. Well, no, uh, I can't say the first excited. time ever, feel but these first nipples. time in a while. First time in a while. Hey, March, how many boobs have I seen? Fifteen. Fifteen. All right, Rob, I wish you the best of luck. All right, and Rob, since you are the guest, there's usually three doors you get to pick. Door number one, two, or three. Go ahead and pick it. Three. All right, door number three. You'll have about 30 seconds to answer this. All right. So don't so, don't just wait until he asks for our answers. Just take the time to think about your answer, and you'll have about thirty seconds. Give okay. about give about thirty seconds. Think about it. Whatever. All right. So we all know the first Hell in a Cell match since we were talking about it a little bit on the pre-show. We'll talk about it later on. Yes. But the first Hell in a Cell match was. Taker versus HBK Bad Blood 1997. Yes. What was the second Hell in a Cell match in WWE history? Time starts now. Okay, the second one was Mankind versus Undertaker, King of the Ring 98. You gotta write it down! Gotta write it down! And who knows, maybe that might be right. Maybe that might be wrong. That's right. We all know that's right. Oh, I'm supposed to hold, hold a piece of paper with the answer? Yeah, yeah. after 30 oh, seconds, yeah. and then we each see oh, if we I'm, got it right. Okay, well, sorry, but, I didn't know But don't worry. It's all good, Rob. It's all good. You don't haven't worry. been on this yet. Mankind, uh, okay. Mick, Mick's my favorite wrestler ever, so I would have got that one. Would you have? Yeah, that's, so wait, the, wait, wait. that's Be- the answer. Because I know I, the, the, the music's going off. It's off. I already stopped it. It's off. Okay. So, wait, you both say Taker versus Mankind at... King of the Ring, 1998. Rob, that's yeah. your answer, right? Yes, that's yes, that's my answer. Yes. Uh, I don't. Tony? Was, it, was it at King of the Ring though? King of the Ring was Taker versus Mankind. Yeah, but was it? Yeah, Rob's the genius. I, I'll go. I'll be right or wrong with Rob, and we'll just start over if he's wrong. I know it was Mankind and Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. Technically, you guys would be right. But the second Hell in a Cell match was a tornado tag match. Oh, it was Taker, between... and, uh, Taker and Austin versus Kane and Mankind on Monday Night Raw. Yep. 
on a Raw is War. I would have got it wrong. I would have got it wrong. Listen, this is perfect. This worked out for me because I would have got it wrong. But if Rob would have took the 30 seconds to think about it, he would have got it right. So well, actually, listen, I knew, one for I Tony. Know, I We're even. Uh, okay, I thought because uh, originally I thought that the tag team one came after it, but oh, technically maybe we'd have you guys are even Yeah, well, I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel <laughs> lucky because I feel if Rob would have thought about it, he would have got it. So, all right, Rob. Now you know how this works. Just write it down and wait till he asks for your answer to see if we both okay, got it. I, right. need, nope. I need to grab. Oh, great! I need to find a pin. Right. Oh shit. Well, I we've been oh. there before. We've been, I've been there before, trying we, to find a pen. We, we had a whole show about me finding Tony, a pen. You, you went like five weeks without finding your pen when it was and stuck in And then I found it. Chair. I found it. It's it up was there. stuck in your chair. Don't ask me to go find it again because we may never finish the show. All right, that... Rob's going to look for a pen. AJ, just tell me the next answer. No, I'm just kidding. Um... Well, I mean, the, the next thing is one or two. Oh, the door. Yeah, well... We'll wait for Rob to come back here. Let's talk about the Hell in a Cell thing real quick, though, since you brought it up. That is so not going to hell... be... Uh, yeah, go ahead. You want to... Yeah. yeah, go ahead. The Hell in a Cell thing, apparently, it's no longer going to be a gimmick pay-per-view. I'm going to say pay-per-view, not premium live event, because, you know, I was... No. But, yeah, apparently Hell in a Cell is no longer going to be a gimmick pay-per-view, usually around October november whenever they do it usually it was october because hell halloween yeah but yeah they're apparently the rumor mill is triple h has done away with that i know there's a couple of people in the chair shot community that have said thank god we don't have any more gimmick pay-per-views that's dp our own yeah that was his whole idea well technically as the boss man greg demarco said we still have the Royal Rumble, which is a gimmick pay-per-view, and we also still have Money in the Bank, which is a gimmick pay-per-view. Meaningful, okay, so, meaningful, meaningful ideas meaning. for a, let's I'm just not, say. Some that, are that, used better. There's the only been two proven all that. time that are should be their own pay-per-view. Anyway, maybe yes. King of the Ring, too. Maybe three. So, but here's the thing. Well, King of the Ring Let, might come back. Go ahead, Rob. Get your thoughts in on Hell in a Cell quick. Okay. Because uh, we talked about this actually this week on the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. And basically, um, the short version is gimmick pay-per-views kind of, they were fine at first because you couldn't just have just, well, when they had them every month, every year, 12, 12 times a year, you needed to do something to change up some of them. Okay, so it was fine at first. But, but now it's to the point where it just makes the storytelling very contrived, where it's like, oh, it's the month before Hell in a Cell. We need to start a feud. It will lead to a Cell match. You know, and uh, it just got a little too contrived that way. You know, or, or well, TLC's in December, so we need to start something here that'll require them to have a TLC match. You know, and, you know, it, it, you know so even though that we got some great matches out of it and all, but it's just, it was a little, things were a little too, you know, getting too contrived and too, you had to make everything coincidental and all of that. Or you ended up having like a cell match at a point in the feud where it wasn't really necessary, you know. And, and so, at this point, yes, it's fine to get move away from them as long as we keep the matches. Um, now we did agree that we would keep Elimination Chamber because that has a purpose to pick a yeah, contender for, for a Mania better. match. Well, because that, that has a purpose. That, I think that's not coming back though. I think that's gone too. I uh, know well, they, they pulled day one. They they no, it. they 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 did in fact announce it for February. Okay. There's I know they're not doing day one. 
Yeah. yeah. The day one is not going to be a thing. It's going to be Survivor Series so and you... then Royal. All right. We're going to move on with this transition and then get to question number two because we've got to keep it moving here. But okay. it, it was day one and done. All right. Question two, I get to pick. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I had to throw that out there. What what, what do you got? You, what did you rob? You pick three? Yeah. I'm going to drop a deuce. Let's make it happen. In tradition of uh, Dan last year, actually, I'm dropping the deuce since it's another topic that we're going to talk about later on about something else. We obviously know about a fourth generation wrestler, but who was the first third generation wrestler? Topic, obviously. The first third generation null wrestler in WWE. think about it here but is is it a trick is it not uh okay i had i'm changing my answer ah see that's the thing with trivia you always that's why i'm the trickster i couldn't is it a trick question or is it not i couldn't put my thumb on it and i wonder i wonder i wonder i do i do hmm I'm not Let's see if either Robert Tony figured it out. Love, but I, oh man, this is sneaky. I don't know. Ready, Rob? One, yeah. two, three. All right. Tony says Shane McMahon. Rob says The Rock. Sadly, both of you aren't right. It's good old Chavito Guerrero, Chavo, Chavo Guerrero, Guerrero Jr. That's a that's a great call. Wait a minute. When did he? Wait, 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 wait. When, when did he debut in WWE? See, here's the thing. WCW got absolved in all of WWE history, so that means. Oh wow! Oh, no, no, trick no, question. <laughs> trick question. No. Wow. Trick question, Rob. Oh. Wow. That's how that works. No, hell no. That, no, I'm Rob, protesting. Rob, when things like, <laughs> Rob, Rob, when things like this happen, I like to yell really loud, total BS. Go ahead. Give it a try. Just yell, do it, total BS. It, do it. That's total bullshit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's go. total BS. Then we're hey, here. I'll sit here and go, AJ, that's total BS. That is total BS. But no, it is the truth. Chavo Guerrero Jr., because of Gory Guerrero. All the Guerreros under that. Chavo Sr. had Chavo Jr. Chavito Guerrero is the third generation superstar. Wow. All right. That was kind of crappy. Rob's mad. Yeah, that, that stinks. He's not going to eat Yeah, that stinks. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a shirt that says that stinks! Exclamation point. All right. Uh, there's no question. There's no reason to pick here. So, AJ, why don't you just give us the last question? All right. The last question is what was the last year that WCW had war games since Survivor Series is going to have war games WCW had it when was the last one I'm going to say closest not closest without going over because I know that used to be the rule but that started screwing with people alright 30 seconds so what year and I'm going to specify this I am not counting the triple cage to promote Ready to Rumble. 
I'm not counting that because that's not a fucking war games match. That is a triple gauge match. Well, unless you just said you just counted it and absorbed WCW history. Okay. See, look, Rob's already getting used to how the bullshit of trivia works, Tony. All right, you got an answer, Rob. I got an answer. Yeah. What year? All right, ready? All right. One, two, three. Tony says 1993. Rob, what, what, what does that say? 98? 1998? Yes. Uh, Tony, I'm sorry. We're going to keep the tradition alive with the guest winning because it was 1998. Team wow. WCW versus Hollywood versus the Wolfpack in Diamond Dallas Page won for Team WCW in 1998, and their match was in Halloween Havoc. Where DP, where DDP, not DPP, lost against Goldberg. All right, that was I'll... the worst. That was the worst war games match they ever had. Rob, I want to congratulate you on your victory. You're welcome back you. anytime, but you don't have a bronze calculator. I do. We'll be right back. DWI Podcast 345. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, like I said before, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Check it out. Chair Shot Radio Network available on all of your favorite streaming platforms and thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Check it out. Plenty of great wrestling opinions, articles. There's sports, there's entertainment, there's sports entertainment, and plenty of podcasts. Check it out. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. DWI podcast number 345. Rob the Genius is with us, the trivia trickster himself, AJ Belaz, and you got PC Tunny. I want to thank DJ for coming on early in the show and sparing some of his most precious time before he had to run out and go to a wrestling show. No, I'm just kidding. Bro made it in time. <laughs> he, he showed us some pictures. Uh, love DJ. Mindless Wrestling Podcast, knocking it out of the park. So I'm sure he will have NXT stories next week for you, so make sure you're tuning in there and everything Chair Shot Radio Network. Lots of things going on over at Bandwagon Nerds as well. That show is just rocking and rolling. All right, gentlemen, it's last call in a way. Uh, the real bloodline of a rain. Man, your first fourth generation, right, AJ? Yes. That's why I made the trivia thing, because, yeah, Ava Rain is the first fourth generation star, the Rock's daughter in NXT. I mean, things just go kind of up from there, right? I mean, so you're looking I'm pretty for big sure things from Ava. Kind of. I'm not expecting, you know, if you smell what The Rock is cooking, but I, I expect her to, you know, learn from her dad, her grandfather, learn some, learn some things from her great grandfather that she can watch. I'm, I'm expecting all of that. Like she can learn from that and build herself. I mean, we've we've seen, you know, the whole Rocky Maivia thing. He's all fresh faced and smiling and everything, and the crowd's chanting "Die Rocky, die." So I I expect Ava to actually, or Simona is her actual name. I expect her to actually build her own character, build 
who she's comfortable with and actually follow through with all of this because I mean you have Triple H in charge Triple H he gets he he had some of the best feuds with The Rock he had some of the best stories with The Rock if anyone's gonna learn from how Dwayne does stuff if it's not from Dwayne it's gonna be from Paul Levesque and what I mean the the ceiling granted is so high for her but she's going to do amazing things. I mean, d- don't you agree, Rob? Or, or do you have a completely different thought process on that with me? Okay, well, um, I don't know. I love the belief that we don't, we don't speculate. We don't know. So, like, everybody down here at NXT, we all have ideas about what we think they're going to do. But we really don't know. There are people who NXT come up to the main roster and do nothing. Don't do the same. There are people who don't do much of anything in NXT and do much better on the main roster. So we really don't know until any of this stuff actually happens. So, and I think it, it's a doing her dis, it do, does her a disservice to project that she's going to be a super huge thing or whatever. We, we, we don't know. We don't. And I think what they're doing with her is the right. Well, because look, okay, if you're if you're second, third, fourth generation, you know, basically you got to decide, you know, am I going to carry on the family heritage or the family legacy as far as character and ring work and all of that, or am I going to do something different? And because if if you decide you're going to carry on, if you're going to carry on the family legacy. And you got to be able to do it either as well or close enough to as well as the people who came before you. If you're not sure if you can do that, then then you need to go do something different. And my guess would be is that right now, either she or Hunter or whoever, they're not sure yet. So this thing they're doing is this is pretty much a safe, you know, free kind of pass kind of gimmick here. Um. Nobody's going to blame her if this doesn't work because it's an already existing group. And if she proves to be really good at this, they're going to break her out of the group anyway. So this is kind of the perfect place to kind of just have her there. You know, she doesn't have to walk out there by herself and you know take on the whole load. And she, they needed to do something. If, if she wasn't going to carry on the family heritage from day one which i mean the only one that's really done that from day one is ron i mean from 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 the from the moment they got there he's the only one that really and i guess solo i guess also but even he i mean even they did the thing with him where, where he was you know saying that he was not you know that he was his own guy so braun is really the only one who from day one was carrying on the family heritage and so if you know, it's not a big deal for her to not do that, at least not immediately, and she may not want to do it at all. And that's everybody's, you know, that's each person's decision to make, really, uh, because it's a lot to carry. Let's. And if you, if you. No, go ahead, finish. Sorry. You, yeah. If you, if you'd rather not, then that's fine. If you feel you're up to it and you want to do it, that's fine too. So, but right now she's in, it's, she's in a pretty safe spot here. Again, if. 
you know, already exists. So if this thing doesn't work out with her in the group, blame it on the group. And if she turns out to be really good in the group, they're going to break her out of the group anyway. Real quick, this is just say what you think. Say the thing and that's it. Either it's a yes or no, and then yes, what is it? Does she hold a women's title in all of WWE, and what's the highest one she holds? AJ. I I think she does hold a women's championship. Which I one? do expect her to what's be the Mandy one? at least. What's the highest? The highest one, one probably. Highest one? Probably. We're just Raw making it. This is quick. Raw and or SmackDown. All right, eight. Uh, Rob. Um. She hasn't a match yet, so until she has a match, until we see what she can do, I'm going to say no. Okay. I'll say yes, and I'll say, like AJ, she holds the, one of the highest women's titles in the Raw or SmackDown. All right. The real last thing we're going to talk about today, and it's freaking Halloween weekend, guys, and I love to celebrate holidays, and and even AJ knows that. So it's like I'm searching here. I got to do something real quick, so you guys just got to bear with me. I'm adding something to the repertoire. And I'm looking for it, and I think I'm going to be able to find it, and I found it. And everybody can dance along to a little thriller for a little bit before we get into our last topic. Ow! It's after midnight right here on DWI podcast number 345 Halloween episode 2022. Happy Halloween, everybody. We had to get into it. You know me. I love to talk about food. I love to talk about holidays. I just love people getting together, you know, getting together with the people you like. Uh, That's a big thing with me. And that's what we're doing today. Rob the Genius, the Trivia Trickster, AJ Belaz, and PC Tunney with you. DWI podcast, Chairshot Radio Network. Gentlemen. Halloween. Rob, I want to start with you. Your favorite costume you ever wore for Halloween trick-or-treating as a kid, uh, a Halloween party you went to, whatever. Your favorite Halloween costume you ever wore. And what are a couple of your favorite Halloween candies? Okay. so My, my favorite costume as a kid, I was an Ewok. Oh, damn. And... And my mother made she she sewed the whole thing. You look like good. First, or like, was yeah, it? Or it, it, it okay, so you look good. Yeah. And I, I wish I, I don't have a picture with me now, but she she sewed the whole thing, and yes, I and, and it looked great. Well, shout out to Rob's mom, man, for putting in the yeah. effort, man. That's a good mom. Yes. Yes. How about candies? Uh. Starburst, Skittles, Erds, fruit flavored stuff. 
Okay, okay. AJ? I, I do believe that is probably a first for us, at least. Uh, my favorite outfit uh, was a full ninja suit, and because I had Andrew around, we had a couple of good-looking weapons, so it was in a sheath, but we, we had some, like, you know, some katanas and stuff like that. I, I know that everyone around doesn't know this, but in the house, we actually did have a katana rack with three katanas on it. Oh my! I know. I know. Tony knows it from all of the Pot is Wars. And if you want to actually go follow Andrew, IWC War Chief. Yep. IWC War Chief. Uh, actually, but... make sure you check out his uh, his judgmental album reviews. I believe every Sunday yeah, every... afternoon on the Chair Shot. Those are really good. He's very every witty, Sunday. and he has a great ear for music as well. So we've, we've well, got, he's proven that over the years for sure. Well, I got to barge my way on some of these other shows. <laughs> well, that's just a writing. I say this piece. isn't gonna... a show. He actually, just writes it down you should, every you, Sunday. Actually, uh, you should uh, go ahead and. Uh, I'll I'll get him in touch with you if you want to co-write a, a a judgment album review, two sides of one coin or something like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, after all, he he does all forms of genre of music. It could be metal, it could be rap, it could be whatever. He brought in new school. Old I don't know everything but country, right? No, he does country too. Oh God, all right. I'm if, gonna if, miss If there's those a new weeks, country album way. that comes out and he likes I it, he'll do it. I've been I've been tuning in at, or reading I should say and I haven't heard, uh, seen a country one in a while so I'm just saying this now whenever I'm in his truck or whenever I drive his truck with him now when I'm, I was now I'm with understanding him, why he's country when you're starting with the truck the Ford F one fifty you would drive one of the main it. channels yeah. when you push like the the radio station one of them was the country channel and right. listen to it religiously all right all right but Candy wise? As for the candy, yeah, I've said it before. I I'll say it again. This is my third year doing this on the DWA podcast. A Hershey's Take Five. It's got pretzels. It's got peanuts. It's got everything you want in it. It is so delicious. And since I've moved to Utah, I have yet to see it. I've yet to see it, but it is always my favorite. I will always melt for it it is delicious if you like pretzels if you aren't allergic to peanut uh, peanut butter or peanuts in general chocolate it's so good i'm pretty sure it also has caramel in it it's just so good i'm, Bro, okay. I'm Cara, a sucker Cara, do you remember caramellos oh those are really good i kind of do and no? that's weird because usually i'm the baby of the group so caramello. i remember yeah it was, it was a it was a long chocolate bar but it was like six bites of like these raised squares that were almost pyramids and they had and they caramel, so caramel in each one. That's not my yeah, favorite. So I love good. chocolate. I, I would Reese's cups. Um, Twix are my ultimate favorite. And I'll tell you which one at the end here briefly. Hershey's bars are good. Snickers are fine. Uh, big fan of mounds, not almond joy. I'm a, I can do coconut and chocolate. I like it. But the peanut butter Twix, which you haven't been able to find in a long, long, long time. Uh, a girl who was very fond of me in high school showed up at my door on my 16th birthday with a box of peanut butter Twix. So good for her. Home run. Uh, that was awesome. And you didn't drop to a knee right away? Still remember. I still remember 25 and a half years later. So good. <laughs> good for her. Good for her. Shout out to her. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, favorite costume? Yeah, I'll go along the same lines. I I bought like a, a a prison jumpsuit, like the orange one with the black couple letters and numbers for your cell number or whatever and everything, and it came with handcuffs. And so what I did was is I, I wore the handcuffs put on one, one hand together just to be like, oh, I have the handcuffs because what are you going to do, wear them on two hands or put them out here, the thing? So I did it like that. But I took the sleeves and I cut them into like Flintstone style where it was like a jagged edge each way. So my arms were showing off a little bit. And I'll just say it worked at the Halloween party when I was in my early 20s. So, yeah, AJ, you can roll your eyes all you want. I will roll my eyes to the bank. But if I didn't know you better, I would say like, oh, you dog and everything like that. No, I know you better than that. Yeah, you do that. I did do that. It did work. It was great. It was a great <laughs> night. Um, but yeah, Halloween candies, uh, Halloween uh, costumes, Beetlejuice for me, Halloween movies real quick. Can can you do the Beetlejuice voice? No, that's for Michael Keaton. Oh, are you sure you can't do the Beetlejuice voice like at all? You know, I mean, it's really good. I'm trying to let you be the impression guy, by the way. So good for you. I mean, that's fair. I mean, uh, what would you Drew? Know, ba- how would Drew McIntyre? I, rate, how would Drew McIntyre rate your Beetlejuice? This is great. Well, let's well, say did a great job. Drew would appreciate the the, the Beetlejuice voice because apparently. I mean, especially with Beetlejuice. All right, he, now you're he, done. He's a, you're the man he's of a, a thousand graduate voices. Of, of, no, of Juilliard. You're done. <laughs> he's a graduate of Juilliard. What's your uh, favorite he's Halloween the Exorcist. movie? What's your favorite he's Halloween movie? He's watched The Exorcist 137 times, and it gets funnier each time. <laughs> What's your uh, ironically movie? enough, favorite Halloween movie is probably the Jason series, Jason Voorhees. Okay. That's, uh, we, can, we can accept a series. Rob? Last okay. opinion on the show. This is it. The 345th edition of the DWI podcast. I want to thank you and I want to thank DJ um, for coming on the show and uh, your favorite Halloween movie to close us out. Oh, man, because like, I'm not big on the horror movie stuff, to be honest. I've had I had to go look up on Wikipedia, like movies that take place around Halloween. Um, <laughs> so oh, that laugh is great. You got to we got so with, we with that in that mind. Laugh. Look, really I'm a big evil, Batman. Evil look, I'm a big Batman nerd, so I will go with Batman: The Long Halloween. All right, that's a great Batman story, by the way. All right, everybody, we did yeah. it again. Follow the show at Podcast TWI. I'm PC Tunney. That's AJ Belaz. You can follow him at Phenomenal AJB. You can follow me at PC Tunney. You can follow DPP at It's Me DPP. Chairshot Radio Network, TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash TheChairShot. I got nothing else to say. We got like eight seconds before the sound goes up. Say something sassy. Well, I mean, if we're going to promote pro wrestling tees, don't, don't give a fright. That's it. I mean, You're done. Bye. Kill us if we See don't you next do week. Happy time. Halloween!